0: This presentation is from Service Design 2016, held in Melbourne in March. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Hey, everyone. For those of you that don't know me, my name's Paul Taylor. Um, I'm Creative Director of Experience Design for a large agency called Sapient Nitro, based in Australia. And, And today I'm going to be talking to you about something called conscious closure. So that is the crafting and design of the closing experience around services. Okay. That's something that we don't always get to focus on a lot. So where do we start? So probably we've all been signing up for various products and services for around 20 years now. And in that time, we will have started hundreds of different service relationships. But in this room, we're all service designers, so I'm looking for a show of hands. Please put your hand up, anybody that's ever been involved in designing an onboarding experience. I'm sure Rob would like to redesign that onboarding experience we've just seen as well. And of course we have, it's a big focus of what we do, and there are some great examples out there. Not just for online services, You know, some really good ones for Canva, Tumblr, Slack, etc. but also sign-up experiences and onboarding experiences in the physical space. And all of this comes, we designed that, all of this comes with the aim of making starting that service relationship as easy as possible for customers. But have we lost touch with closure? How often do we get to apply that same crafting and design to the closing experience? And is this something that we should even focus on at all? Well, if we take a quick look at the service landscape out there, we find this is an area that needs some attention. So whether it's a satellite TV deal that you can sign up for really easily online, but then if you ever want to close, you have to first find the phone number on the website hidden away and then jump through lots of hoops. If it's a gym membership that keeps you locked in, or something like a home loan think about how important a home loan is in terms of a service relationship 25 30 years and sometimes the closing of such an important service relationship like that leaves a lot to be desired now unfortunately staff play their role in this as well so we quite often see that staff are actually trained and sometimes incentivized to persuade customers not to leave the service and make that deliberately difficult for them to do so. There's a great example out of the States for Comcast um, where this customer actually recorded his conversation with the staff member trying to get out of the service and the staff member made that so deliberately difficult. Um, Unfortunately for Comcast, this customer, Ryan Block, uploaded that to SoundCloud, so you can listen to that yourself actually. It's really, really interesting. Okay, but but why should we focus on this? Let's be real for a second. Either our clients or the organizations that we work for are all faced with limited time, limited budget, and they've all got KPIs to meet, okay? Marketing directors, other senior staff, they don't even want to think about anyone ever leaving their service. That's the last thing that they want to focus on. Okay, but we're service designers. We know that sometimes people have a good reason for leaving that service, that maybe they just don't need the product or the service for a period of time and they might come back in the future. And as service designers, we want to design every single aspect of that service to be a delight for customers. But sometimes that isn't enough to get the organization to focus on the closing experience. So if you're ever in that situation, I'm hoping the next few slides give you some ammunition that will help you influence the organization to take this seriously. So first up, you can say, having a bad closing experience, is this a dark pattern, okay? It could have a huge negative impact on the brand. We're all familiar with the services where you have to sign up for a free trial but you have to enter your credit card. And if you forget to unsubscribe, then they continually charge you. That's called forced continuity, okay, it's a thing. So, we never want to be in that situation. Having a bad closing experience is akin to tricking your customers, which is never a good thing. Okay, if we make it too difficult for people to close down their services, what's the implication of that? They might never close it down. And then we get into this weird power relationship between the organization and the customer. We call that continuous observation. Think of all the services that you've signed up for over the years that you never use anymore. Flickr, Delicious, Foursquare. Sorry if I just offended any Foursquare users. But people sign up for this and it uses your location services all the while collecting data about you. That can really impact the relationship with the brand and it can make your customers resent and distrust you. And then finally... Big PR disasters can come from this as well. Companies used to be able to get away with this stuff. They used to have all the power, but as we know, social media has completely changed the game, so you can't do this stuff anymore. As showcased uh, at the back end of last year with the I Bought a Lemon scandal, that that would have cost Jeep a lot of money. So lots and lots of bad impacts to the brand is where you could start. But it's not only that. We actually see new competitors stepping into this space Companies like u are offering an assisted closing experience. So not only will they hook you up with a new provider, they'll actually contact your old provider and start that closing experience on your behalf. So they take away that administration burden. So, they are telling us that we have the right to leave as consumers, and we're seeing this in the energy space, we're seeing this in price comparison websites, we're seeing this in the superannuation space with the rollover, but we're also seeing this in email subscription as services like Unroll Me, which will take away this closing burden on your behalf. Okay, so that's all the bad stuff, but what's the good stuff about? Designing a delightful closing experience. When it comes to the good stuff, there's only one thing that you need to know, and that is peak end rule. Okay? So, Daniel Kahneman talks about this in his book, Thinking Fast and Slow, where he studied patients and their hospital experience. And he found that patients, once time had gone by, when they look back at their hospital experience, they remember the peak of that experience and they remember how it ended. Okay, so that shows us just how important how an experience ends is in terms of consumer's memory. So what does that mean in Australia? Okay, There's lots of commoditized industries in Australia. Let's think about energy. Let's think about telecommunications, where over your lifetime as a customer, you could very well be... A customer with one brand leave for whatever reason and then years later go back to that same brand. I'm sure we've all probably done that at some stage. If you have a really bad ending experience, you're much less likely to go back. If you have a good ending experience, you probably think of that positively. Also, in Australia, some stats came out last week about word of mouth. It sounds pretty old school, but it said 78% of consumers, this is from Nielsen, trust recommendations more than any other type of advertising and marketing so I think that tells its own story in terms of designing the ending experience not just there there's also an opportunity to delight customers with that ending experience Um, I'm not sure if anybody's closed out of Spotify but if you do they actually provide you a goodbye playlist and it has tracks on there by the Jackson 5, I want you back and take that back for good. <laughs> so um, you know, there's a real opportunity to do something here. Okay, so looking around the room, I can tell we're all convinced that we need to start designing closing experiences. So where should we start? What should we do? Well, researching this topic, I stumbled across a guy called Joe McLeod and he's done loads of research in this space. And one of the suggestions that Joe makes is that you should always consider post-service consumers as part of your ethnography and develop personas around them as well. So building that empathy for these post-service consumers and understanding their behaviors, their needs, and their goals will not only help us design better services that people might not want to leave but also help those people that, that leave and delight them. They might even come back in the future. So to wrap up, what I'd like to say is let's not just focus on onboarding all the time. Okay, Let's recognize that there are different stages of an experience. You have onboarding, you have being a customer of that service experience, and that closing is a natural part of that life cycle. Okay? So embrace the entirety of that life cycle and let's move beyond creation as a conclusion and make sure that we design delightful closing experiences. Thank you. We hope you liked this presentation from Service Design 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.